clinical Up. clinical Clinical Population Population Clinical Population Population Clinical Population Hello everybody, my name is Gabby My name is Allison And my name is Michael And welcome to Clinical Populations Introducing music therapists to new bops and new bops to music therapy. And today we have a very special guest, right, Gabby? Yes, we have a very (laughs) special guest. Tony Blackman is here with us. What's up, Tony? Hey, Miss Blackman in the building. In the house. (laughs) Tony is a healer uh, using the arts of, of within hip hop. Um, she is uh, one of the first hip hop artists selected to work as a cultural ambassador with the U.S. Department of State. She Amazing. is, um, yeah, a, 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 a trailblazer, pioneer. Um, she works with people all over the world, working uh, in the cipher, bringing the wisdom of the cipher to people. In 2012, she was the Dove Soap Real Woman honoree. Um, and you can go to TonyBlackmanPresents.com and check out all of her work. Check her out on SoundCloud also. And it's just a really honor to have you here with us, Tony. Thank you. <laughs> wow. I didn't know any, I knew like two of those things that were I mentioned. That. I could have, <laughs> yeah. I could have gone on. Y'all got to check out, she does this thing on, um, if you go to Ableton. Uh, Ableton has these great um, presentations. So if you're into um, <clears throat> the art of recording and the art of sound and uh, artistry in general, she, uh, you're, on, you're on there, Tony, uh, talking about Cypher and there's a TEDx UMass yeah. discussion wow. as well. I mean, yeah, you know. yeah. <laughs> amazing. So impressive. <laughs> so today we're going to listen to one of Tony's songs called Why Worry? Enjoy. Why worry? 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 If you want to keep it all going and energy flowing, we must remember and know worry does not make us strong. It j- j- just brings a negative on. It becomes like a prayer of all that we fear. Intention unclear, you be losing your hair and losing your sleep when your thoughts compete with your dream. When they're filled with worry, we lose patience and we're in a hurry, thinking ourselves into anxiety. Some will think you're crazy because you choose not to worry. Please let them be. Set yourself free. Manage your own energy emotionally. Faith without works just is dead. But there is no faith when you live in your head. Ha ha ha. Why worry? 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 Why worry about the things where we have control? If we have control. 
Why worry about the things that we don't control if we can't control So that was Why Worry by Tony Blackman, uh, a song that I will have now stuck in my head like a mantra as I go, th- go through my day. Um, and so, Tony, I know that, you know, hip hop, you don't use hip hop, hip hop uh, channels through you and it's channeled through you. Um, for a very long time. Um, and I was wondering if you could just talk a little bit about what brought you to um, using the healing powers of hip hop. Well, you know, um, I, th- I think it was, I don't think it was, I wasn't focused on healing at all. I was focusing on making the world a better place. And mm-hmm. I was a pure hip hop head when I was young, an idealist who really, really believed that hip hop could change the world and that hip hop could make each of us be better human beings. And um, (laughs) my idealism uh, led me to wanting to be an artist again, to promote a certain message. And through that, I wanted to learn how to freestyle. And so I got together what, you know, you read about if you want to get dope, surround yourself with masters. And so I got myself into a space with my boyfriend at the time and a few of his genius rapper friends. And mm-hmm. I was immersed in this, this freestyle, this craft of freestyling, which they all did very well. And as it started, as we started to keep meeting every Monday night um, at this art center in DC, then others started to come. And then high school students to come then performance art students to come. And then the the skateboarders with blue hair from Virginia started to come. Mm -hmm. And it just grew and grew and grew to the point where I then had to establish structure and provide constraints to maintain order. I got some coaching from an elder poet in Willie Ascari, who, you know, may rest in peace. He used to come by just to watch. And over the years, uh, uh, Abiel Doom from The Last Poets, Kenny Carroll, who's a poet in D.C., a humanitarian, does a lot of great work. And um, a a number of different folks kind of guided me into how to shape this and control it. And what what I started to do was to try to capture energy and to to build community. And that's all I really wanted to do and to demonstrate that this could happen. And there's no violence. There's no negativity. And... As it grew, I had to, as I started the ground rules, then it gave people a structure. The rappers then had a structure from which to create. And in that creative process, the need for aggressive lyrics automatically decreased. Yeah. Um, and then I created the environment for relaxation in the space and an opportunity for the artists who attended to disconnect from the stressors of the world that were outside. And so I was doing this intentionally, but not consciously. <laughs> Tell us about, um, so that's an, uh, you learn from other artists, masters mm-hmm. of the art, other healers mm-hmm. from your own lived experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, music therapists, we are used to um, making music together with people in a circle. We understand mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. when we're in a circle together, the energy flows, there's intimacy. Yes. Um, 
you know, we one of the main differences between a classroom environment and a therapeutic environment. But our listeners might not actually know what a cipher is and oh, what the yeah. particular um, what 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 the what the uniqueness of it is. And our listeners, as music therapists, may. It may, it may sound familiar, but it also is very, very different. So if you could uh, maybe talk a little bit about the cypher and, and what that is for our listeners. Well, in, the, in, the, in hip-hop music and culture, the cypher represents 360 degrees. It's about completion of thought, giving and exchanging energy, information, and ideas. The cypher is zero and the sum of all things at the same time. It's never ending. And it's about sharing and uh, community. And in the cipher, the idea is that in the circle, we create more powerfully because what Michael said just said will then inspire what I say next. And, mm -hmm. and if Gabby starts to speak and makes a mistake, either Michael or myself can catch her from falling in her mistake. Aww. So that every mistake... <laughs> <laughs> so that every mistake becomes material. I would do that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I got you. So kind. Empathy. I got you. So that's what this the cipher really is. It's just a circle, and but circles are significant in 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 yeah. in, in terms of mankind. We drum in circles. We dance right. in circles. We dance. Mm -hmm. in, um, we pray in circles. We eat in circles. So mm -hmm. it's no coincidence that the circle would play such a significant role in hip-hop music and culture. Now, the word cypher, you'll see used on TV a lot and on videos online. All of the ciphers are not ciphers in the pure sense of the word. Some of yeah. those ciphers, they're open mics where right. each artist is taking turns, but they're not listening to each other. Right. They're not necessarily supporting each other. They're not vibing mm. with each other. I don't consider that a cypher. Yeah. But as I've been told by some hip hop scholars, you know, the etymology of words are one thing and words change in meaning over the years, but I don't buy it for that. <laughs> yes. Well, you have a particular <laughs> context you're bringing to it, yeah. which is, yeah. which is the, the healing arts and not necessarily the, um, showing off the, the showing off. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, and and I, that's, what, yeah. that's, that's what I got out of this song, you know, mm -hmm. that it's, that there is a there's a line between um, a song that is meant for look at me, yeah, and a song that is meant mm. for everybody and look at us. Mm. Right, know, we all share this. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also being like in that spiritual sense, but it's also the self reflection mm -hmm. that is broad enough and and like shared experience enough that like you said michael we we all live that we can all relate to it um mm -hmm. and there's something so beautiful about having that shared like spiritual connectedness with each other that you know in in our society we don't get that very much <laughs> um and I don't know. I, I, I definitely felt your energy through this song, like not just in the way that you were um, projecting your voice and, you know, your rhythmic phrases, but also just mm -hmm. you, the, the phrases themselves. Um, you definitely lived this. Um, mm -hmm. Can you explain a little bit about the background of the song? Well, the song was inspired by uh, I saw Wayne Dyer on PBS in 1998. And I was the first time I heard this quote 
that he became famous for one of the quotes, um, Dr. Wayne Dyer, and it was, um, if you can't control the things, wait, why worry about the things you can't control if you can't control them? And if you can't control them, why are you worrying? Because you can control them. And so he did a whole talk on this and it fascinated. Now that didn't stop my worrying, but (laughs) it made me very passionate about this concept. And then um, as the years went by, I remember being with um, a therapist um, and talking out loud about my worry um, because it's been with me a long time. And then I remembered in the mid 1990s, I decided I wanted to to conquer my asthma. I had severe asthma and allergies. Ooh, me too. Asthma. And as you know, a lot of those conditions are also tied to our emotional health. Yes. And yes. our minds and how we yes. respond to stress. Yes. And so mm-hmm. I saw this doctor at the African Holistic Health Association in DC, the late Dr. Prem Debin, who became one of my spiritual mentors later on in life. But he... Um, he walked me through some stuff. And in our first session, we did a hypnotherapy session. He was a master hypnotherapist who trained other hypnotherapists, but he was also a counselor and a nutritionist and an herbalist, like one of those gangster healers who had to lay low from, from the, from the powers, from the corporate monsters. You know, he was healing people. People were HIV negative, negative and killing cancer, all kinds of stuff. But anyway, he healed my little worry issue. And in the therapy session in the, in the state, in the relaxed state, I went back to the moment when the worry Mm. started. It was the day I was leaving for college with $350 in my pocket, going from small town Pittsburgh, California Mm. to Washington, D.C. on the East Coast. And my grandmother, my aunt, the minister, and my mom were circled around me. Other family members were there, but they stood around me. And in that moment, they planted seeds Mm. of worry. Because I was idealistic, I was um, nonchalant, I was naive, and I was faith-filled, and it scared them to death. Right. Wow. wow. So it was well-meaning, but it crippled me. It crippled parts of my brilliance, um, things that I would have just done because I thought that I could, I couldn't do because I had worry. That's interesting. I'm actually picturing the family in a circle. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like a cipher and how the energy yeah. can go both ways. Yes. You know, yeah, the energy yeah, yeah. can be healing, but the energy can stick to you too. Yes. If there's yes. that unconscious, unspoken yeah, stuff. Yeah, it, 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 was, it, was, it was intended out of love. Uh-huh. Right, interesting. Yeah, I, But wow. it, it was a disservice to me because I, I was a dreamer. Yeah. So I'm that, you know, me being in fear is not going to stop me from being a dreamer. I'm not going to like right, all of a sudden right. settle into an administrative position at the post office, right. you know, <laughs> and right. make everybody feel okay. Yeah, to be safe. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ain't so nothing wrong with that job, by the way. Right. But <laughs> for me, it would have driven me crazy. Right. I, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I couldn't take a corporate high paying gig because I can't sit in the same room every day. For the same schedule. I cannot. Yeah. Nine to five, right. 10 to six. Dr- the thought of it drives me crazy. <laughs> right. Yep. I don't care how much you're going to pay me. The thought of it drives me crazy. So, but yeah, but so it came out of, and I realized I've been contemplating this for years. And I finally got the skills. I have the maturity and enough wisdom 
to feel confident enough to preach now because I'm practicing. I, want, I would like to, I was, I'm interested in the production of this song because mm-hmm. a few things, mm, um, a few things really stuck out to me. Number one is there's there in, in the why worry bit, mm-hmm. there are, several voices yes yes one voice is one voice is clearly anxious Uh and and ruminating and and panicking but one voice is kind of not flippant but batting eyes why worry why worry right you know i love that one that's um, my favorite (laughs) and it's a different kind of worry and i'm wondering i was wondering about those voices and the different you know those the what happened was i um you know i have this collective called rhyme like a girl yeah. Yes. And yeah. there um, are several different artists, but for this, I was I had gotten my audio interface. Yay! Was all excited, <laughs> and I had my new Shure mic hooked up in my bedroom. It was the first time I ever recorded in my bedroom. And there's this young woman who is like 25, and she was in rhyme like a girl, learning to freestyle. But I was like, well, can you teach me how to record? And yeah, I had yeah. already been tutored, so she came, and then I invited Steph. So her name is. Um, Essence. I, I need to see change her name so much. Her name is Ashanti. You know how these people change their singer names. But she's a right. singer, rapper, and she's a music producer. Her name is Ashanti. And then there's another woman who was much older, um, more my peer, um, Stephanie Jano, who is a, a, is a is a phenomenal vocalist. And so it was three girls, women in a bedroom mm-hmm. <laughs> in Brooklyn. Nice. Just feeling our power. Nice. And it was just us, nobody telling us what we couldn't do, what didn't sound right. And there, I felt this incredible sense of liberation hmm. um, from some of the challenges I had been having with uh, producers. So Yohimbe Sampson, who was a vocalist in a group called Meridian Light, and he used to be in the Afropunk band Game Rebellion. Um, we used to do events together at Bowery Poetry Club and somewhere else in the city in the early 2000s. And we linked back up and he, he liked what I was doing. And he, he said, I'm give you seven tracks to work with. And he gave me 17. Oof. And so this is one of them. So he's a producer and a composer. And, um, and so that, but it was just the idea was how many different ways white might you ask this question right. of yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you're talking, you're worrying and you're talking to yourself, what are you going to say to yourself? And so that right. was us having fun with it. <laughs> yeah, I like, I, like, I like that there's not a lot of the melodies in the bass. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's nothing really protecting you with the guitar or, mm-hmm. like a guitar or piano. It's all rhythm and all very, mm-hmm. very guttural. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking about the rhythm, it's just a steady four clacks. Yeah. For almost yeah. the entirety of the song. But as I was listening through it, there are these occasionally, like, not a scratch, but a, a scrape. Right. Yeah. What is that? You know, I, I, this was so long ago when we recorded <laughs> I, I can't remember exactly because we did it and I wrote it last fall. Okay. And then we knocked out the recording in like one take. Cause I knew it by heart, mm-hmm. and Yohimbe um, had been living a busy artist life, um, and dad and husband, and but I remember him wanting me to think of the track as trap, yeah. 
Yeah. And to be very clear that I had a right to trap. (laughs) 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 And Yohimbe, I was sitting there figuring out the flow. And then Yohimbe gave me the flow. And we started to play just with sound. Right. And over beat. And he wanted to add more music. And I was like, no. Uh Keep it simple. No. I just want to rap. Keep it simple. And so we agreed, and and that's 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 the way it ended up happening. And a lot of these tracks he made uh, over the years, and he was just stacking them to get it out. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. And to the point where he he named like he was running out of names. <laughs> and I was like, why is this called Strew? He's like, I don't know. I don't know. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I love I love at the end too how um, when you start talking about control and things being out of control, yeah. um, how the vocals start to you start to use delay and echo. Oh yeah, the and echoes. Th- and yeah. things start to pan around mm-hmm. the headset. The voices start to pan around, and and it does create a nice out of control. Yeah vibe there at the end a little disorienting mm-hmm, disorient mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yeah love it yeah great track <laughs> thank you yeah well uh you know the, um as as music therapists um you know the you know we we listen to songs and and new new music and and start to get inspired about how how the song might be used within a music therapy context Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or how you know what we've talked about may translate Uh into a music therapy context and um any any thoughts about that gabby or allison um so for me instantly i was like i want to do a drum and vocal improv um i've really been into exploring the use of music therapy with um women and using it for empowerment and i have a couple of books that i've been reading about the use of that with like support groups and things and so instantly Mm -hmm. that's that's the population i thought of and Mm -hmm. you know just drumming you know supporting each other in that circle um creating rhythms together, having our own separate rhythms and then seeing, you know, can we entrain to one another, letting that magic happen and then Mm -hmm. allowing for the space to um, vocally improvise over each other, including the why worry if Mm -hmm. such and such, and then letting them just kind of Mm -hmm. um, put their own spin on why should I worry if blah, blah, blah happens or why should I worry if, you know, Mm. I have these blessings or whatever it may be, you know, Mm -hmm. negative Mm -hmm. or positive. So that's where I would take it. Yeah. yeah, These are like a thing like why worry or um, whatever theme Mm -hmm. is coming up from the group that day in a check-in. Well, I'm just, I'm just trying to uh, be brave one step at a time. Be brave. Be brave, be brave, be brave, be, be brave. brave, be brave, you know, like, and, and, you know, it's, it's kind of like that gospel, th- you know, thing yeah. where, you know, you, you have that, like, um, I, I just want to be right, be right, yeah, be yeah. right. And they, and you repeat it, repeat it for 15 minutes yes. until it goes into your bones. Yes. It's kind of like, at first you're questioning it. I just want to be right. No, I just want to yeah. be right. Mm-hmm. I just want to be right. You know, it, <laughs> You gotta repeat it, you know. Uh, I've just started working with an old friend. He was—he's um, a b-boy, hip-hop head, 
who was in Freestyle Union Cypher Workshop, the Cypher, my first Cypher project that I started in DC. And then everybody kind of split. He's been in Baltimore all these years and he became a licensed counselor and therapist. And he works at the University of Maryland Medical Center. And he also is a meditation teacher. And he teaches meditation in the community. And he understands the entire science of meditation. So he was schooling me on, you know, the concentration meditation, contemplation meditation, and, and um, focusing me in on the, my intention with the work. And yeah. as, as I kind of dive deeper into, you know, well, what does mindfulness mean to me? Yes. And what is my anticipated outcome? If someone listens to this, this song, what do I want to happen? What do I want mm. the results to be? And so we've started having conversations about working together and really balancing each other out mm. um, as, and, and, and being able to add um, more depth to what I'm creating by being able to provide like, you know, activities and exercises and the, the objectives of a piece and uh, the why, the story behind it and that sort of thing and why it's important for us to reflect on that. And so I've been mm. playing with a lot of things with regard to this concept because it's so universal. Um, and, and I was having dinner with an old friend from college recently. It was brunch, actually. Michael, it was brunch. We were having brunch. brunch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat dinner with people. We were having brunch. And she says, well, you know, who's, the, who's it for? Because, you know, what do kids have to worry about? And I'm like, oh, speak for yourself, yeah. lady. <laughs> I was the worrisome child. I was too. I started writing poetry at eight because I was worried about the garbage men on strike and how their children were going to eat at night. Oh, man. Like, I was concerned. Oh, my God. That is so right. crazy. I literally did the same thing. I had a diary and I would watch the news and then yes, I would be so yes. upset and I would go and write about it. And I still have that yes. diary somewhere around here. It's it's yes. insane. I'm glad I'm not the only one that was like that when I was little. <laughs> <laughs> I, read it, I read it back and I was like, I was a depressed child. Oh my God. Yes, yes. <laughs> Yes. I just had asthma as a child, so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Amazing. (laughs) Hilarious. Um, So continuing with how to use it in music therapy, um, in the last episode we just released, we discussed a lot about repetition and your song obviously has a lot of repetition um (laughs) why worry is repeated a lot but the song that we were listening to last episode um we talked about repetition as rumination on the past and on doubts and regrets and how it just becomes this loop in your head Mm. and i talked about how a loop pedal could be used to just further process that um, that loop of thought of doubt and regret. And I called it a musical montage. Mm-hmm. But with Why Worry, it's like you have this anxiety and you're ruminating on the future. But this song actually combats that loop of thought with a loop of 
like reassurance saying why worry like why are you worrying over and over again so i think it would be cool if i were in a long session or um, a group of sessions to create a vocal loop with a pedal about what's currently bringing them anxiety and then later on discussing different coping strategies for it or something similar to that. Um, And then at the end of the session or maybe after a couple of sessions as like a closing thing to create another loop that could be their own version of why worry or, you know, just whatever other words of reassurance that they might need to hear repeated over and over again. Mm. Yeah. Um, so does that make sense? Yeah. You know, in a lot of ways, like that, that reminds me of, I think of a metaphor, uh, the metaphor or of the cipher and freestyling and that we all have these tape loops played in our heads mm-hmm. of negative thoughts, mm-hmm. of self-doubt, of of all the stuff that we notice that is wrong with us, that we yes. think is wrong with us. And it plays like a loop in our head. And when you get around in a, a circle of people and and it, it forces you to break that tape loop. Yep. Like you have to find a new path. You have, and, and I was Tony. I was wondering if you could speak about that and wh- what you've seen about the, those kind of finding mm. new energy mm. and new pathways, and how that just block um, unclears a block. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 why um, it's something I discovered a long time ago. In, in that in that creative process, you're improvising. A lot of what I do is rooted in improvisation or writing on the spot. And in the moment, immediate share. And in that in that process, you are owning, you're taking away the shame, mm-hmm. and you're you're emptying out the secrets. And then it's like you're unpacking it. And then there are people here to witness it. And then as yeah. people witness, some are raising their hands, saying, "Me too." Mm-hmm. Right. And in that moment, it's like all the air is taken out of that balloon. <laughs> yeah. right. And then you have space to deal with the next balloon because we have many of them filled with all sorts of right. issues. And I think that's the beautiful part of the creative process and um, that I've been doing. And I've been doing it like I, I've, I'm in this music and it's not some music. It's an artist residency with a choreographer. Um mostly dancers, and I'm here as a poet, writer, person. Um, And we each got to facilitate something of Mm -hmm. our expertise um, yesterday. And I started the day doing my work. And it was fascinating for me to watch these. They're all scholars. Mm -hmm. They're all professors. You know what I mean? And they're all professional dancers. They're all trained. They're all very powerful individuals yet giving voice to truths, you know, it took them out of their bodies in a different kind of way. Wow. And it just reminded me of how powerful the work is. They yeah. came out of their bodies in a different kind of way. And to see how Justin, you know, I had about, a, I used about an hour and 10 minutes and just in that time to watch them go from point A to point B and go, wow and what they were able to create in that moment. But we got real because our our thing is about um, Black women and identity and about self-care and self-love and 
being gentle with yourself and dealing with societal pressures and all of those things. And each one of them brought something different to the dialogue and the conversation. And, mm-hmm. and it was very healing. Wow. It was very healing. Yeah. And um, for each person um, in a different kind of way. So I'm really excited about going forward with the cipher work, with this new knowledge and with access to um, specialists like you all. And um, knowing that it's time for it, it's timely and, and that the world needs it. Yes. There's a demand for it. And um, so the work I'm passionate about is actually necessary. And that, that gives me a sense of fulfillment. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. I, I, you know, we're at, a, we're at a time in our profession in music therapy where connections and bridges must be made, in my yes. opinion, um, uh, to, mm. to practitioners and healers like yourself. Um, you know, music therapists did not discover the healing power of music, of course. Right. <laughs> um, and, and, and we need to learn how to, how to reach share out it. with the expertise and share and share it and also learn from, um, you know, folks, you know, like yourself, Tony, who mm-hmm. um, was born and raised so that we can better understand, uh, you know, you were born and raised on hip hop and brain it um, in a way that is natural and liberating for people. Mm-hmm. And um, so anyway, I just want to thank you and honor uh, your space here for coming and, and talking with us. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. What, uh, what, what's, what's next for you, Tony? What's, what's, um, you know, I, you have, um, if everybody goes to SoundCloud, it's Miss Blackman one, um, Ms. M I S S Blackman one. Um, and you can hear some of, uh, uh, an affirmation meditation, mm-hmm. believe mm-hmm. you can listen to a lot of some really great healing hip hop. Um, Tony actually is the one who introduced me, by the way, Gabby, to uh, the lo fi uh, hip hop channel on YouTube, <laughs> yes. which, uh, which I'm obsessed with. Obsessed. <laughs> um, Love it. <laughs> And um, yeah, so what, what's going on? What's going on next for you, both in terms of your uh, creative work, your 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 own your own uh, your own working on albums or working on creative work, and also your uh, your practice. You're at Howard University now and doing some other doing some other stuff. Oh well, I am. I did a few things at Howard and working with some Howard students. Um, I am deciding what my next step is with regard to staying in one place, Mm. (laughs) in one Mm. city. Um, And I'm working independently as an independent artist and independent consultant. I'm meeting with business advisors, um, strategists, and supporters. I have a business advisor who I've been talking to, I guess, on a weekly basis. Um, as I sort through this next phase, um, at this summer, I'll be teaching at the girls electronic music seminar at NYU, um, with the, with the Nishka, 
with Anishka in the school cool. of music, uh, music education. And um, nice. And then what else is happening? Oh, Cherish, you know, DJ Cherish the Love. DJ Cherish yep. the Love um, uh, is producing any a couple of events um, with me for me. Um, one is the hip hop meditation experience. Um, there's a place called the East Village Playhouse. And I'm waiting to get the dates from her. I think it's going to be in July. And so it's it's a small house and we're going to shoot the experience. And, um, oh, Sleuth, there's a guy in Poughkeepsie hey. that is a promoter and event producer that is producing an event. We talked last night and confirmed it. On August 24th, I'll be doing, I guess, my first independent oh. big talk. Like I've done like, you know, TEDx and other people's conferences and events, but this will be an independent event with me speaking with the opening act. And so I'm pretty excited about that and talking about. Okay. So, so I live near Poughkeepsie, so you have to, I, where, where can people make sure they follow? Like if I wanted to go to that, could I go to that? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be at the, what is it? The Hannah Catlin, what's it called? You know the place? No. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to make sure I keep up. Uh, <laughs> you pick up that no? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's, um, I'm looking at the theater now. But before that, I go to um, Benin. Uh, Ryan wow. Michael yeah. Girl is going to be uh, doing a little mini residency tour oh. and in Benin. So we're leaving on Monday. Um, so we'll be there through May and through to mid June. Wow. You are so busy. Wow. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you are so busy. Oh, it's such a healthy busy though. I used to be a workaholic and now I just feel productive. That's good. good. Like the, wow. I needed, I need an assistant. I do need yeah. an assistant soon. Yeah. And I need a trustworthy manager who is non-judgmental. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, because I'm super smart, then the, the business people forget that I'm an artist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So right. they want you to handle all these things just because you can. But if I'm in creative mode, Got I can't. It. Yes. Okay? Yeah. And sorry, I forgot. Oh, the place is, is Kaneen Hackett. Okay. You don't know it, Michael? You better, no. your, you better get out the house. Okay. I know, right? Kaneen Hackett Art Center. It's on Vassar Street. Okay. Oh yeah, I know where that is. Yeah. I know where I know where Vassar Street is. Do you? All I know okay. is the, the, the local rec- dark side records in Poughkeepsie. Ah, that's all I know. The, the record store I know well, but I know Vassar College. So yeah, it's but, an art I center. Mean, okay, yeah, on yeah. Vassar I see it. Street. Yeah. So, um, so if people want to keep in touch with what you're doing, they would just go to Tony Blackman presents. Oh, I wish they could just go there. (laughs) Where do they go then? (laughs) Well, I'm there where I'm, I'm being instructed to rebrand. Oh, okay. So I've got to add new high resolution photos. I need to take some things off my website I've removed half of the SoundCloud content wow. 
And I have a couple legal things to do before I can share everything else. Um, But I'm easily found online. And then Instagram and the DMs (laughs) and... Okay. Yeah, cool. they can find me. I'm always there. And then Tony Blackman booking right. at gmail.com. Cool. Great. Yeah. So I'm there. And so I and in the meanwhile, I'm I'm I feel so good. I feel loved and I feel supported. Um, a dear friend of mine from college, Deidre Smith, is helping me figure out merchandising. It's cool. And I'm working with this guy, Justin Forrest Miles, who's a licensed therapist and so it's nice and he's a hip-hop head Who, who's an mc i'm like look at that yeah. isn't that just a amazing <laughs> yes i'm excited guys i'm excited i really i really feel i think about that i think about that moment with that you described with your family yeah. and the circle and all their anxieties and that 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 person moving away for for the first time to the east at coast 17. and and at, wow. at 17 and and living your life experience and now here you are in owning your owning your power and 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 it's really beautiful the way you've described moving through moving through your own journey yeah. uh towards your own healing process that is continuously unfolding but it sounds like you're in you're in a place of power at the moment. And I, I really believe in this power of sharing. Um, there's something about other people being able to witness your journey and what it does for them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I'm just it took me a lot to get to this point to be able to share the way I do. Um, but now it feels natural, and I see that. I see the impact. I hear stories all the time. I get feedback all the time. And it's one of the things that I just remind people to do, particularly creatives, um, to share and to do the inner work that you Mm -hmm. need to do to be able to be comfortable doing just that. And that's when you become a dope MC or poet (laughs) or or musician or dancer. (laughs) Creative. Right. Creative. Creative, yeah. Sharing is not easy though. So, you know, the, the vulnerability of opening up like that and be being open to criticism or, you know, and and I know those are all voices in in my head, you know, like, you know, they're all going to laugh at you or they're going to think this is lame. (laughs) Those voices, they, they are loud. Well, this has been awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for your time. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, we know you're a busy person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in a good way. A good way. <laughs> so for you set to say yes for us. Thank you very much. We honor that yes. 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 Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, that was Tony Blackman, and um, you know where to find her. <laughs> um, at Tony Blackman. On Instagram? That's right. At Tony Blackman. On Instagram. Are you on Twitter as well? I'm on Twitter, at Tony Blackman. Sweet. Simple. Yeah. Keep it simple. Easy, easy. 
And for us, you know where to find us as well on our Facebook, Instagram, Fireside, um, our bop shop at clinicalpopulations.threadless.com, and also our Patreon. Patron. <laughs> Come on, it's, it's Patreon. <laughs> Get it right. I can never pronounce that. <laughs> well, um, if you'd like to support us in that way Please, financially... Yes. Um, that'll help us, you know, continue upgrade our microphones, <laughs> upgrade our microphones. <laughs> yes. Yes, please. <laughs> There's a lot of things that need to happen <laughs> and we only have a couple of episodes left. So keep on a lookout f- for that. And, um, I guess we'll see you guys later. So why worry? Why worry? Why worry? Why worry? Why worry? <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. That was awesome. Toodaloo. (laughs) (laughs) What worry? 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 If you want to keep it all going and energy flowing, we must remember and know worry does not make us strong. It just, just, just brings a negative on. It becomes like a prayer of all that we fear. Intention unclear, you be losing your hair and losing your sleep when your thoughts compete with your dream. When they're filled with worry, we lose patience and we're in a hurry, thinking ourselves into anxiety. Some will think you're crazy. Cause you choose not to worry. Please let them be, set yourself free. Manage your own energy emotionally. Faith without words just is dead. But there is no faith when you live in your head. Ha ha ha. Why worry? 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 Out. If you can't, can't control, control it, then you ain't got nothing to worry about.